Good morning. It's Wednesday, the 22nd of September, and this is episode 8 of Thoughts from the Threshold, A Course in Miracles podcast. I'm your host, Eric Stone, sending you love and blessings from the seaside somewhere in space and time. Today, we read from the workbook, What is the Body?, as well as the lesson of the day, Creation's Gentleness is All That I See. We also read a selection from The World as Light by Avatar Adidas Amraj. This is A Course in Miracles. When Jesus uses the word mind in that context, he's speaking of consciousness itself. God is consciousness itself so I can't get away. Mm. Consciousness itself. Where am I going to go? I mean, you're always only aware. It doesn't matter what you're aware of. If you can consider it, the only thing you know is awareness. And what, what else do you know? You know that I'm aware. I'm aware of all sorts of things, but at the core of it, I'm aware. It's not even I perceive, or I sense, or I taste, or I touch. It's I'm aware. Whatever's happening is registering somewhere. What is that somewhere? Where is that somewhere? Can't really be defined, but we can go there, we can meet there, Mm. We can acknowledge. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and if we can manage to sustain that communication, everything that used to be substantial in the form of obstacle to the awareness mm. of that state simply falls away. It becomes, Adidas says that it becomes obsolete because you're no longer giving it attention. Attention is enlivened. Not enlivens in the sense that it gives life to. That's not what attention does. Attention animates, because attention demands animation. Otherwise, what would you tend to? Jeez, I'm doing a little Schrodinger's cat for you. If the cat's alive, you have to feed it. Mm -hmm. I like the body number five of the summary of teachings, Mm -hmm. where he speaks that subject and object arise at the same time, and subject is completely dependent on the arising of the object. It's a shadow. Yes, exactly. That's quantum physics in a nutshell. It's like you demand a response from your shadow. But your shadow is only responding in exact accord with what you think you are. You can't get away from yourself. So 
So what's the answer? Identify with love and you are safe. Identify with love and you are already home. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read it from What is the Vow? It's heaven here and now. From yesterday's lesson, heaven is the place where things are wholly appreciated. Did you get that? Yeah. From yesterday's lesson. Hell is where things aren't wholly appreciated. Hell is where you're not wholly appreciated. Yes? We're coming out of there. We're coming from a place where the light is not wholly appreciated. Isn't that correct? Yes. Okay, I'm just giving you all the cues. But it amounts to this. Heaven is the place where you are wholly appreciated. The light that you bring is the only thing that's inside. I see nothing else. And it's been that way from the beginning with each and every one of you. Yeah. Has it not? Yes. Along the way, you kept presenting me your version of yourself. <laughs> yes. Reconstructed every once in a while. Like a new shiny me. What do you think of this one? <laughs> Can you go quick, dust yourself off? Oh, yeah. How about now? I love you, bro. We all go through it, it's a little bit embarrassing. It's like when the emperor realizes, oh shit, I'm not wearing any clothes. You know, that's, you know that story. It's only the innocent one that can point it out. Hey, look, the emperor's not wearing any clothes. He immediately gets shh. The carnival is over. Mm. It's just a game. It's just a dream for me. Mm. And the time of awakening is upon us. There's not much we can do about it because there's no world to return to. It's, it's just pure madness. Who would want to go there? What remains of the body, according to Jesus, I'm going to read it, what is the body? First thing he says is the body is not, nothing, essentially nothing. It's whatever you use it for. Mm -hmm. And then he says, okay, then the body is the means by which you will remember. Use it rightly or righteously, and it will be that. What is the body? The body is a fence the Son of God imagines. He has built to separate parts of his self from other parts of his self. It is within this fence he thinks he lives to die as it, the body, decays and crumbles. For within this fence he thinks he is safe from what, class? From love. From love. Is that what you have used the body for up until now? Isn't that wonderful to admit? It's like saying, I'm not wearing any clothes. <laughs> Identifying with his safety, he regards himself as what his safety is. So you feel safe within the body, protected from love. 
and you begin to identify with that mm. self, mm. that body identity. Mm. How else, except through that identification, could he be certain he remains within the body, keeping love outside? It could only be that I'm contained within this, and this is protecting me from love. This fence that I've built around my self-concept, myself apart from God, myself separate from consciousness itself. The body will not stay. Yet this he sees as double safety, for the Son of God's impermanence is proof that his fences work and do the task his mind assigns to them. For if his oneness still remained untouched, who could attack? And who could be attacked? Who could be victor? Who could be his prey? Who could be victim? Who the murderer? And if he did not die, what proof is there that God's eternal son has been destroyed? The body is a dream. Like other dreams, it sometimes seems to picture happiness, but can quite suddenly revert to fear, where every dream is born. Only love creates in truth, and truth can never fear. Made to be fearful, must the body serve the purpose given it. But we can change the purpose which the body will obey by changing what we think it is for. The body is the means the means, the medium, the body, is the means by which God's Son returns to sanity. Though it was made to fence him into hell without escape, yet has the goal of heaven been exchanged for the pursuit of hell. Yes, we on the path together? Yes. Okay. The Son of God extends his hand to reach his brother and to help him walk along the road with him. That's what the body is for. Now is the body holy. Are you making the connection with the physical bridge from time to eternity? Okay. That's all I've ever said about us. Now is the body holy. Why now? because the Son of God has extended his hand to reach his brother and help him walk along the road with him. Body given over to Holy Spirit. Now is the body holy. Now it serves to heal the mind that thought it was made to kill. You will identify with what you think will make you safe. Whatever it may be, you will believe that it is one with you. Your safety lies in truth and not in lies. Only love is your safety. Fear does not exist. Identify with love and you are safe. Identify with love 
and you are home. Identify with love and find yourself. Love is simply not allowing the fence or the boundary to interfere with your self-expression. That means like when I was the other day, I was saying dancing through your skin. Mm. It's enlightened. It's a whole body enlightenment. And the body is enlightened as it serves God, as its use is that of the Holy Spirit. It's not used for any other purpose. And you know because you're happy as a result. You don't feel the weight of it. It's no longer a burden. I'm trying to say, I said this to my friend, Tim. I've never felt more healthy in a body. I hardly notice it. I don't think about it. If something needs to be done, I don't know, arrangements are made and it's done. I'm not giving it attention. The only thing I'm giving attention to, just so you know, as your captain, is your safety. Nothing else. I'm just keeping everyone safe. That's it. It's what I've always done. But that's the only thing I think about or that I give attention to. Just that. How that formulates is, is not my area. Not anymore. I'm done with it. I can't, I, can't, I can't go there. I don't have the capacity. It's like the mother hen sitting on a batch of eggs a little bit. <laughs> Creation's gentleness is all I see in the new place. The new place that we have been given by grace because of our practice, our sadhana of forgiveness and the willingness to play a part in the enactment of it mm -hmm. and not just talk about it or think about it, but actually mm -hmm. play a role in its enactment as a possibility. When it's accomplished in us, the world is safe. And this is how I keep you safe, by reminding you that we are a demonstration of its accomplishment, not something else. We're not denying it any longer. We know that forgiveness or the peace of God, if you like, is our only salvation. There's no other hope. I would end this war. I don't know how, but I would end this war. I don't know how, but I would end this war. I know I would end this war. I no longer want what I have made. Thank you. And I want what is given because it is the truth. I want only the truth. Yes. It's like when you take the stand to sell silent blessing, or we take the stand to buy this land. It's the same thought. Mm. I've got nowhere else to go. Mm. Pieces are starting to fall into place, like all of the relationships are starting to make sense. And we're not making more of them than what they are. In other words, we're not really trying to save anyone. We're just allowing everyone to play their part and we're seeing the perfection of the plan, of the continuum, where in which everyone is playing their part perfectly. And there is no obstacle. The course has been set. Remember when we set the course? God is our goal and only God. It's quickened ever since. Yeah, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yes. Things started to happen pretty rapidly. Well, that's what happens when you get close to your goal. 
time collapses. Like it's been only three months since we left Source Temple. Who can believe that? How long has it been for you? I, I can't, it's like, duh. I can look like it's just cloud. I can't even find it. dusty old battlefield from the 12th century. We used it all. It's dream stuff. We used it to remind ourselves that the world is not our home. Dreaming is not our destiny. It's very cool. We watched that Adam Sandler movie last night, The Cobbler. He's a cobbler that he discovered there's a magic machine that if he uses it to fix the shoes, he be when he puts the shoes on, he becomes the person. Oh. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> so he gets to be all of these different people and he uses it, of course, to gratify himself. But in the end, he's reunited with his dad, who is also a cobbler, and he used the same machine to do exactly as his son did. But he was there protecting him, keeping him safe all along in the disguise of another whose shoes he was wearing. So it's pretty cool. But the cool thing is that he takes him down into the basement he's, and he says, this son is your legacy or your birthright. He uses the word birthright. And he turns on the light and there's racks and racks of shoes. <laughs> How perfect is that? <laughs> this son is your birthright. We need racks and racks of your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Like oh, the other night, I was talking to John, and we were talking about style, you know, like clothing styles. And I was saying my favorite style was jeans. I used to wear Wrangler jeans and these old Oxfords that I found in St. Vincent de Paul's secondhand shop. <laughs> and I was describing these Oxfords to John. And like 30 minutes later, we're watching a movie, and one of the first scenes is a close-up of a pair of Oxfords. <laughs> like the impossibility of that coincidence is like, you don't even, it's like winning the lottery. <laughs> Ridiculous. Life is but a dream. That's all Jesus said 2,000 years ago. The kingdom is not of this world. Life is but a dream. Your father loves you, heaven is here and now, but it's another way of seeing. There's no conflict, there's no interference. If you look at it now, I want you to look as individual dreamers. Everything you did in this final episode was to keep one another safe. Now, I looked at that as your guide, and I saw that that became indiscriminate in you. Your only goal was to keep one another safe, and it was indiscriminate. It was no longer selective, it was no longer special. You understood that the safety of everyone is your safety. And therefore your concern. How are you? Are you okay? What do you need? How can I serve you? How can I help you? Keeping it simple becomes important in the end. I was watching this guy in town juggling. He was juggling four bowling pins. Four. It's pretty good. Those things are pretty heavy. Four. Well, three's tough enough, but four are nothing. He wasn't even looking down. You don't want to be juggling 
more than four thighs. <laughs> it's like the best Italian sauces only have three ingredients, mm. one of which is garlic. <laughs> Could be. Could be tomato. So you have to learn to keep it simple. I mean, true. You're all learning. You don't want to be carrying a lot of unnecessary thoughts. The only way you down. Remember, our backpacks are empty, and we fill them with these instances of self-recognition, reminders that we love one another. That's what the body is for. It's to accumulate memories of love. The body is a backpack. <laughs> nice. The body is a backpack. It begins empty and it fills in with love. <laughs> Things, how you name when you put the, the, the Oh yeah, the stones in the pot, the marbles in the pocket. Yeah, the dunya, yeah like you put in the backpack only when <clears throat> what you love. Yeah. Um, that's exactly right. So when you get to heaven, you look in there and you see marbles uh. and you know, <laughs> <laughs> trinkets, shells, and things that you picked up along the way. And everyone is happy. Hey, look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> to find love in the adversity of the world is a miracle. We share that. Those instances of love. Do you remember when we were on that battlefield and that was going on and we just managed to stay together anyway for some mysterious reason? You don't even, you can't even put your finger on it. There's no reason for it. Love is utterly unreasonable. Yeah. And when you find it, you're willing to do anything to not fall out of it. Yes. Ever again. Because it's too wonderful, far too wonderful. You want more. You want more for everyone and everything. Thank you. Creation's gentleness is all I see. I have indeed misunderstood the world because I laid my own sins upon it and saw them, my own sins, looking back at me. How fierce they seemed <laughs> and how deceived was I to think that what I feared was in the world instead of in my own mind alone. Today, I see the world in the celestial gentleness with which creation shines. There is no fear in it. Let no appearance of my, quote, sins, let no appearance of my sins obscure the light of heaven shining on the world. What is reflected here, look, together with me, everyone, what is reflected here, right here, is in God's mind. 
what is reflected here is perfect. The images I see reflect my thoughts. Yet is my mind at one with God's. And so I can perceive creation's gentleness in quiet and perfect surrender. When I look upon the world, Father, Source, in quiet, when I look upon the world, which but reflects your thoughts and mine as well. Let me remember that they are the same, and I will see creation's gentleness. Mm. Let there be no thought apart from God. Yesterday we were looking at the arc of golden light. Mm. I want to give it to you from the world as light. From Anidas' perspective. He says this. The entire cosmic domain is a field. Indeed, it may appropriately be imagined as a cube of black with all perceptions and conceptions gone. In the midst of that black cube, mm. and that black space could be that instant of thoughtlessness or a sense of being lost, or not knowing anything, mm. no conception, no perception, mm. just empty. In the midst of that black cube, there is a sphere that looks like the full moon, but with no features or patterns on the face of it. Its radiance is like that of the sun rather than the moon. Yet there is great pleasure in beholding it, unlike the physical sun which is impossible to look at with its rays and brilliance. This eternal midnight sun is the direct and tangible entrance from the night sky of the body-mind into what is beyond the black. The midnight sun is the whole in the universe. It is divine being objectified. When there is passage into that place or the divine self-condition itself, there is nothing more to say. You know that in the moment that you said this is the, the end of September, the computer screen went completely white and um, we lost the guys, I had to call again. <laughs> we should let the screen go completely wide. Stay wide. Okay, we're cool with wide. <laughs>
We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Thoughts from the Threshold and that it's useful to you in your journey through time and space. Until next time, all glory to real God in the highest, and on earth peace to all those who share God's will. This is your host, Eric Stone, sending you love and blessings from all of us here in the holy place, set in time, but yielding only to that which is eternal and eternally wonderful. May God bless us all.